Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of a K-pop fashion history podcast and today I have a very special guest with me. She's a content creator and writer for The Craze and has her own show on Awen Radio. Please welcome Young Ajima. Yay! Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks so much for joining. So, yes, so Sarah, aka Young Ajima, is with us for this episode on appropriation or appreciation when Black American culture becomes a costume. When it pertains to fashion, cultures are used as costumes all the time. There are so many times when Native American costumes are used well this native american dress is used as a costume but when it's for fun that's where the issue occurs when culture is used as a costume is basically the implement implications and stereotypes that come with it when you take it off Mm-hmm. it's off right there on the table with it it all goes away and then they just can just go live their normal lives it's right it's it's really something but oh, yeah. when you do it with black american culture black people can't take it off <laughs> they can't sit it on the table exactly yeah so that's when the issue comes about with cultural appropriation so okay sarah i'll pose you this question when you hear a cultural appropriation when you hear it or see it like what does it mean to you j park <laughs> <laughs> the number okay. one like i i feel like there's like a most wanted top 10 list and he's number one Always. <laughs> on and the... i feel so bad <laughs> i know um, but um okay jokes aside like seriously uh when i hear cultural appropriation when i see cultural appropriation and people who use our culture as a costume they put on the you know the braids or they'll lock their hair or recently even I don't know how they do it like they texturize their hair to make it look like it's an afro yes Um, yes yes, so when I see stuff like that when I hear them using uh you know like well not so much slang because I do understand slang can be transferred from person or culture to culture without any like intentional malice but Mm. um perfect example penthouse season three Mm. the character who had uh, just the way he spoke to Mm. the person and i never even watched the show or the series but but it it went viral yeah it went viral and it was like okay this like what the heck are you doing and then i find out that that actor was like from new york so (laughs) it's like (laughs) man you knew better you know like seriously what are you doing yeah so when i see things like that i'm like this is a cultural appropriation it was just like every single thing that they could think of that was a stereotype they're like let's throw that on him yes, let's add it on <laughs> tattoos let's add it on him i think he had like some gold uh he fronts did. in his mouth he had gold oh, fronts oh, <laughs> he had absolutely every they were like okay uh. let's start from the head with the it went exactly. from head to toe on exactly what they could and then when they changed the character mm-hmm. um when they took the locks away he has like some like kim kardashian wig on now yes <laughs> it is a long black lustrous little no. piece that's on his hair they kept the tattoos and the golds and oh the the aave but they did take the locks off so in the black bodyguards and they oh. i think they took them away I think the other bodyguards, yeah, the new bodyguards were like mixed, so they had white and black instead of like okay. all black looking like 
you know, intimidating. So right. yeah, that one was a really interesting one. So it was one that a dominant um, society or people unacknowledge or inappropriately adopt customs and practices mm -hmm. from a minority society. So that's exactly, that's probably the best example we could ever have yes, of what I, it happens. Yeah you know oh and yeah. then using that cultural form to decide to define themselves or their group which aka the number one uh person jay park right. <laughs> so using it <laughs> to define oneself because he said many a times that all oh, this hip-hop culture you know helps us feel like we're free and we're rebels and this so uh. it's like all right, you're using some different cultures mm -hmm. to define yourself and your people. Not okay. I just see it as they're looking at a toy box and they're just like, hmm, what can I find? Let me pick this out. Okay, and I like this part. And they make their own like little megazoid of black culture and they leave right. behind what they don't want. Yeah. It and is. then like you said, at the end of it, they say, okay, that was fun. Let me go ahead <laughs> yes. and, you know, put everything back mm -hmm. and just walk away. And, yeah. <laughs> they just fold it right back. Just put it on the shelf. <laughs> it's <laughs> like true. the like handbags or purses. Hmm, who do right. I want to appropriate today? My life was sweet like donut. That's on I I thought I'd pick my phone up. Yeah, I met you. And then there's appreciation. Can you think of any instances at all of like K-pop idols or actors that have like appreciated a culture? Even if it's not like black culture, just any culture you think that they've actually did it correctly. I, I feel like, okay, since we were talking about Jay Park, uh, I feel like um, PH1 is a good example of someone who are uh, the culture because he is a rapper but you've never you know let me go ahead and knock on wood real quick like you've never heard of him wearing any type of like locks or braids or anything like that as far mm. as I know he's never used any like vernacular like no slang um, that is questionable you know what I mean outside just regular stuff that he's just rhyming with right. and I want to say that there's a clip out there when he was on someone's podcast talking about it mm -hmm. about why he chooses not to do it mm. and um, he's a rapper but yeah he has tattoos but he's not like hey look at me I look like ASAP Rocky or you know like I'm just like exactly. this person like he's just doing his own thing you know, to that, me that's like appreciation yeah oh you you are absolutely right that that's a actually great example and why I l love listening to PH1 because he really because he guess on um let's be real or let's get real yeah yeah yeah. Uh, from uh you know with bm and ashley and peniel mm -hmm. and i just love when he's on there he just has such a fresh take and he just seems like a really genuine person and he right. never tries to 
yeah, I have not seen him culture appropriate. And one thing I like is that he doesn't use cursing in his rapping. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that sets him apart. So when I listen to him, I, it just feels genuine and like he knows himself compared to like sick <laughs> You know, he is just an appropriating hot mess, but he has such good music. I'm like, Arr. you know, no, I get it because that's how I was with Jay Park. Like until mm. we talked about this before when he came out with, um, oh, I can't remember this. Estonian rapper that he has on his label. I oh, the Donnie Darko guy. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oh. Avatar, Avatar Darko. Oh, Avatar. <laughs> I just call him Donnie Darko. I was like really rocking with Jay Park up until that point because he was like doing what I assumed was appreciation. He did have like maybe one or two questionable things, but he always seemed like he was growing from that point. He would apologize. It seemed genuine at the time. Mm -hmm. But then he came out with this video uh, with Avatar Darko and I guess it was like two years ago. And it just really changed the whole, like my whole view mm. of Jay Park. And then right. just the consistent and not just with uh, black culture. He was also like, he just, it doesn't matter to him. Whatever he sees fit, he's going to use and then, you know, throw out these BS apologies and just keep it moving. And it's like, you're not learning, you're not growing, and I, I can't get behind this, you know. So right. it pains me because I still got some of his albums and stuff uh, because I support the other people that were on them. But yeah, Jay Park. Mm -mm. No, that, yeah, no, that's definitely one, because when that, I'm just calling him Darty Darko, guys, it's Darty Darko, <laughs> you know, when he was called out, he went and um, spewed really derogatory comments toward the black women that were correcting him and what he was doing. So it's like, okay, again, you went and saw this culture and you went to, it was like a little toy box for him and picked out what mm -hmm. they want, what he wanted. And he was like, oh, I see some misogyny in here. <laughs> Let me pick this up and put, the, <laughs> put this on and use it. So absolutely. So definitely, so we have the appropriation the appreciation is actually seeking to understand and learn about the another culture in an effort to broaden your perspective cross-culturally so it's literally about building bridges not creating borders and unfortunately what a lot of J Park's crew is doing, other than PH1, uh, what they're doing is they're creating borders. They're saying, "Where well, this is our thing, now we own this. And anyone that says anything about it, you guys are negative or you're haters. So it's creating a border. It's, it's, it's literally a wall instead of a bridge. So hopefully the questions we can answer today are, why is it so prevalent in K-pop? What specific traits do they use all the time as a costume? and can fans still use the excuse or could they ever use the excuse oh opa didn't know that's a great question and yeah. like i feel like earlier back in the day i'm gonna say first generation second generation maybe you could use that excuse simply because of the fact that korea is a homogenous country and they back then you know they didn't and probably now you know mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. But they didn't have the, I don't even know, not experience, but they just, they didn't see people outside of what they, you know, see in the mirror. Right. But now in, like, on Beyonce's internet, you know, <laughs> you know, exactly. just as much as these fans can hop on 
They've never been to Korea, but they can hop on the internet, learn all this history, learn all these facts, learn all about the idol that they're currently like fangirling over. Y'all can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And just like how we know that there is um, a lot of tense history between Korea and Japan and you know all these other countries that we've never been to, y'all can do the same thing. We know, when I say we, I mean fangirls, we know which words are considered hurtful, what um, slang is considered hurtful, what like, you know, we know not to take our fingers and use them to like crease our eyes and make mm -hmm. us have Asian. We know not to do that. Right, right. Because we've right. learned not to do that. Exactly. We all can do the same thing. Yeah. So at this point, no, there's no excuse. Not, yeah, you're There's totally no right. Because it's like, how, okay, how will we know not to do those things? Or how do we know this wrong? Okay, because the internet, <laughs> you know, like right. you said, Beyonce's internet, we learned, um, you know, in school or just our parents saying, you know, you don't do those type of things. And those right. are, are negative. So, mm -hmm. you know, they cannot use that excuse anymore. So I'm glad you brought that up because we're actually... We're going to go through uh, the little timeline. And I'm glad you brought that up. So um, it first started, okay, you know, when K-pop was coming in, there were the Bubble Sisters. And yeah. I'll include a link for those that don't know about it in the description. So when first they wanted to use like black aesthetic, it was just a direct mockery. And so they were, okay, the Bubble Sisters were like a vocally powerful singing group that debuted. And they were told by their management to do blackface for publicity. And he said to do this, and I quote, because he said that they were too fat and ugly to succeed. Jeez. So he, I mean, it's like, you know, let's, mm -hmm. he didn't want to just uh, make one group of people mad. He wanted to make multiple. <laughs> He's like, you know, bam, 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 thank you, ma'am. Right. So... They wore afros, box braids, hair rollers oh in the video. It's 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 a lot. Um, these images are directly they directly come from the minstrel show, which depicted stereotypes of blacks in America, which stemmed from slavery, where black people were looked at as less than human. So the issue with so many of these images i know this is an extreme case but unfortunately it's still happening today but this extreme case is when people want to say oh well, you guys need to stop complaining they didn't know it's like the issue is these images stem from black people being looked at as less than human so that's in i don't know what's that how that's not computing with a lot of people right you know even if okay you're not born in america okay would you want a stereotype of yourself or your country to be pushed and even though it brought hurt to those in the past and the present it's about putting you know themselves in our shoes so mm -hmm. all right so we had that in k-pop but then well actually it wasn't even k-pop yet but here comes the godfather of k-pop Mr. Saul Teji, yes.
know the members. Mm-hmm. Lee Juno and um, the infamous Yang Hyun Suk. So <laughs> they were in a group called Salt Heji and the Boys. And hmm, I wonder whose name they hmm, got that from. Hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe something called Heavy D and the Boys. Possible. You know, it sounds a, a little. Sounds a yeah. little similar there. So they used specific traits. They pioneered the use of rap and K-pop. They were mixing like street fashion with real tailored stuff. So they were super stylish. They also incorporated Korean folk costumes. So they were like the first to do that, which um, now is pretty pretty heavily used. Which I want more artists to continue to do. It's like instead of appropriating someone else's history and culture explore your own because it's so beautiful i mean what you have stray kids with thunderous didn't bts have some yeah some of the videos uh, I yeah the i think it was an idol yeah bts an okay. idol um was it august oh okay oh yeah yeah august d that was mm-hmm. great uh 24k what video was that I'm going to look it up because 24K has been around for a very long time. They were doing a street performance in uh, Sinchon and mm-hmm. I was there. They were performing and one of the guys got in the crowd. Like that's all I can remember. This short little dude pushing mm-hmm. like the fangirls <laughs> in the... <laughs> I'm like, why did you come into the fan pit anyway? That's that's one memory I'll always have. Fortunately, and this, they have a lot of songs that we... <laughs> 24k has such a sordid history that you should do a topic on that like another day (laughs) yeah yeah they haven't disbanded either no that's that's what i'm saying like they're still around of course members have changed but Uh technically they're still there but um i do know another group that was like before bts came out with idol because i know that a lot of the newer uh fans in k-pop are like oh people are now like quote unquote representing their culture in music videos after they saw bts do it in idol and it's like no 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 they there were several before for example top dog they had a oh, song yes. like Adidas years ago wasn't yeah, it exactly oh. it was years ago that was like almost 10 years ago yeah yeah and so they were it, doing that so yeah it's, it's it, they they know what to do yeah that's one thing i don't like and there's these fans that again don't even know just a couple generations of you know k-pop that the mm-hmm. hanbok has been worn many times and Sol Teji was the first to even do it um and i know cl she performed at um like one of the palaces that was really beautiful but i'm glad you brought up like 24k and them because in top dog because it definitely mm-hmm. has been done multiple times for sure um and then saltaiji also pioneered uh, the infamous snowboard look <laughs> with the dark sunglasses oh, yeah. the ski cats yeah. yeah the big part is like hot did mm-hmm. so um, so they did do a lot in fashion and bringing like creating K-pop music to what it is and making such the style there. But then, so it's like always with the good, there's some bad that comes, which is they appropriated different cultures. They even wore Scottish kilts. Really? <laughs> so they were like, yes, yeah, Sultaji brought in Scottish kilts. So they were like, we're going to go around the world appropriating, okay? It's like, you know, black folks <laughs> oh, no. don't think, don't think we're we're gonna appropriate everyone so then took it a step further and they wore locks on tv yeah and basically we're like banned from television doing that 
so maybe in that experience they did uh get to feel the repercussions of people who have locks that have to deal with you know not being able to see be seen as professional or right. having to be told their hair has to be cut because they can't be in a sport so um you would think after that happened that they would say oh wow you know there's a lot of implications that come with these images that we're using but i don't think they did okay i want you to envision something okay i want you okay. to think you're on reply 1993 okay salteji is on inkigayo just a couple years ago the seoul olympics happened in 1988 right tourism had just opened up you're seeing all this new imagery mm-hmm. you're seeing salteji on the screen with locks and scottish kilts and and hip-hop style but you know this is 1993 so you're not sure you know you know internet's not here like when we were talking about internet access what let's say you're a korean person sitting in front of like the old style television what would you think those images came from if i was a kid back then and Mm -hmm. i saw soteji and all his fashion you know and i'm using the term loosely (laughs) um if i was a fan and you know how impressionable children can be. Mm. It'd just be like, oh, this is what I got to wear, you know? Right. And I would just immediately start emulating them. Right. Even if I'm not, like, trying to be a rapper or a singer or whatever. Because that's what I see now. Like, there was a, the 90s, had a yo-yo during an interview. And, like, at least in my area, I'm from New Jersey. So, like... As soon as we see somebody from like New York, New Jersey doing something, mm-hmm. all the kids got to do the same thing. I had never <laughs> once wanted a yo-yo. But as soon as I saw this thing with Jay-Z and this daggone yo-yo, mm-hmm. that was it. Yo-yo's everywhere. You know, I'm like, mom, buy me a yo-yo. Like, what? Yeah. So I can imagine the same thing happening with uh, young people in Korea seeing Sochi especially since he was so popular back then. Not even thinking why you know the whys or the what's or the where's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but just immediately doing whatever it is he's doing because he's popular exactly like i can see even though they probably if they wanted to find out where it came from they could have but just on like a basis of 1993 like seeing these images you would think oh wow you know like you said like this is so cool i need to do it this is hip and I would think that, oh, Sotaiti and the boys created this. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. is theirs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, wow, look at what Korea's doing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't also want to throw in there JYP for as much as he loves black people. Why did he have a blackface performance? <laughs> I'll never understand. He- I remember that video. Yes. And he had the afro and... Just too much. Was he doing like disco? I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like he literally has a studio room called the Stevie Wonder room and the Michael Jackson room, but he's up yeah. there in blackface. Kind of confusing, JYP. And he says that the reason why he has those uh, is because this is how he pays homage to the people who inspired him. So that's why each room has a different thing. Not okay. that it is, you know, what he is doing is okay at all. I'm just saying that was yeah. his response. Right. When, um, <laughs> Was it him and Rain had that song? Yes, that yes, yes, yes. That was like yes. the Bobby Brown thing. They switch it to me. Really that was a good song. That's it. It, was, it, was it was a, a great song. song. It was a great song. Some people were really like offended slash upset because oh. it was so much of a Bobby Brown ripoff. Oh, right. But then. <laughs> but it was good. Good. But then it was like, no, no, no. JYP actually 
did this on purpose like it wasn't <laughs> like oh i didn't know he knew exactly what he was doing he has a bobby brown room <laughs> so right, right. Like, <laughs> you know yeah and you have to be pretty deep into black culture to even know who bobby brown is you know exactly. like you gotta like dig for bobby brown so i mean he's mm-hmm. definitely an icon but you have to you know there's like the people on the top you know michael jackson and stuff but to right. get to bobby brown you have to dig so it's like okay jyp why yeah, JYP been in it yeah, so he's a he, he's a, yeah. i can't i could probably quiz him on some black culture and, and jyp he would get it right stuff. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he would <laughs> so now we'll fast forward a little bit okay mm-hmm. let's say it's 2008 all right we have a little bit we got some more internet access nowhere near what it is today but we have internet access you know, like Psy World, MySpace, you know, here's Rain. He's out. He's out here looking like a little usher doing his thing. You have B2K. I said not B2K. I'm sorry. Big Bang. You know, obviously they're from YG Entertainment, which is Young Hyun Suk, which was right. a member of Saltigi. Then you have Taehyung with My Girl with his French braids and a little bit of, you know, his tanness. So at that time, the Black American culture was spreading but it wasn't to, i think we uh, discussed this a little bit before about with Taehyung with my girl it was actually kind of cute <laughs> a little endearing <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like a, a direct like oh disrespectful you're using but it was just kind of cute especially with like rain it it was just a little bit more endearing instead of just like a flat out disrespect or mm-hmm. i'm going to just put this on even though it was a bit of a costume for it just seemed like in that time just a little bit more i don't ever want to call it appropriating cute but it just seemed endearing a bit more yeah. than mm-hmm. what's happening now but that's where i'll stop my accolades uh baby come back Drop it on me. I know you remember the infamous Big Bang performance mm-hmm. where it even reached world star hip hop. Oh my gosh, when they were dressed <laughs> in the all red yes. uh, bandana style. Oh, jeez. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was so embarrassed as a K pop <laughs> fan back then, okay? Because that was just, that was years ago. Like, mm-hmm. right when, right around the time when uh, the Wonder Girls was doing their like Nickelodeon thing, mm-hmm. um, they were trying to get into the Western market. And it's like, yes, okay, this this might be good, this might be good, and then bam. And I see it on, you know, speaking of slang, the the local Twitter. You know how we oh. have like we have Stan Twitter, and then we have like the local. It got on my local feed, and it's like, wow. oh no, my cousin like called me like, um, you're into that Korean stuff. What is this? And Dash, <laughs> why no? <laughs> that's when you have like secondhand embarrassment when something's just like you're like i don't i don't know them exactly but yo like honestly i tried to at first i was like well no you don't understand like this is but then i I kept watching the Mm -hmm. video i'm like there's no way you can like 
just explain this away mm-hmm. yeah it, it was bad it, it was that's like almost the only way that you can explain it it was that it was bad mm-hmm. and i hope there's one day big bang could be interviewed and specifically drew dragon could be asked a question how did <laughs> where did the idea of coming in wearing this who thought of this idea so we can yeah uh drill them in a new one because it was ridiculous so for those that don't maybe there are some people that don't know why it's bad the reason why it was an issue is because um that red and that pattern represented bloods which is a gang in the started in california that was that also has um the rival which is the uh crips which is blue Mm -hmm. and wearing deciding on which color you're going to wear can mean life or death for you in some areas that was the issue it's like wow you're that one's that one's definitely an extreme one because that is literally like you walk down the wrong street in that color and you're shot dead Mm -hmm. so just frolicking around the stage singing bad boy (laughs) and i mean that video was even problematic because people are like how are you how are you in new york they were like in a specific area in new york that they that Mm -hmm. people have said you only see black folks and you're not going to see white folks but then they only have white girls as their models in their video it's almost it was a lot so let's Mm -hmm. say during this time okay i'm gonna place devil devil's advocate with you sarah opa didn't know immediately no well you know what okay let me take it back Mm. some of them knew Mm. some of them knew uh g dragon has it's well known that one of his main reasons for starting his career is because he started listening to um an album by wu-tang wu-tang clan Mm -hmm. in new york rap all black guys he knows how they dress he knows their style and this was like when he was 12 when Bad Boy came along, he was what in his well into his twenties. Oh yeah. This man knew what it was. Now, I'm not placing blame solely on him because of course he is in a business, a company, and it may not have been up to him. He could have possibly voiced some concerns. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I don't know what the fallback would be. So like I do understand that to a degree. But sometimes you just gotta have to take that. Like right. at that point, like G Dragon, you got enough money by now to uh, to make some noise, you know? Right. Like, to seriously. say, hey, I'm not gonna wear this. We're not gonna yeah. wear this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like at the time, I didn't have a problem with uh, the video or the song, uh, the original video. Not not that Tom oh, Foolery the, 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 the Crips and Bloods <laughs> yeah, party no, no, on no. the sta- stage. Right, no, not that. But the original video, I thought it was like. It was fine. Um, did I raise an eyebrow? Sure, but mm. I was just like, well, whatever. I'm just happy to see them like in the states because this was what 2011, 2012 mm. at the time. So no, maybe a little after that. But it was around the time where it was just getting popular in the West, and I'm like, finally, people are gonna stop bothering me and take it seriously, blah blah blah. But now, of course, I probably if it would have come out now, I definitely would have done more than raise an eyebrow he knew i'm sure a few of the other like taeyang man listen you know you know what you're doing especially taeyang oh my gosh but those two for sure Uh, definitely what's happening back in the day when we're talking about soteji 
Mm-hmm. Okay, it could have been a huge possibility that they didn't know and they didn't have access. If we fast forward to 2008, 2012, mm-hmm. the internet is really readily available. Right. They have access to know. Too many bad. Too many. Too many lies of fabrications. Too many of us try to blame us. Just too many flex for the nation. Too many. Too many kills or lost account. Too many deals are causing now. Way too many people try to take the crime. Yeah, yeah. There's too many of them. Way too many demons on my back. Too many cars when I sit on my back. Too many times I just almost so Let's talk about hair because Mm -hmm. there was a time where I'm like, to me, it's not a big deal because I've seen other cultures, other ethnicities braid their hair Mm -hmm. and it's, it wasn't a thing, but like lately with, it went like more from braids to like, now we're locking our hair or like how I said at the beginning, now we're texturizing our hair so that we can have afros. That bothers me simply because when we do it we don't get jobs we get fired or we have children who are out on football fields getting their locks cut off by the referee because oh it doesn't look like your helmet is uh, fitting properly so I have to I have to cut it off you know it's like what no but when they do it oh it's so oh it's so edgy oh that's not that it's like Mm -hmm. No, you know, it's not a costume to us. This is us. This is life. So that really bothers me as of late. So Jackson did, I want to say, a Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. where he had, I don't know how his hair was styled, if it was locked or if it was braided. But someone called him out on it. And then rather than either say, okay, I, I hear where you're coming from. I see what you're saying. He got offended and was like, you know, we can do what we want and da, 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 da. Things like that bother me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, for another example, Kai uh, from XO had locks during Coco Bop era. He got called out as well, you know. And I want to say that they were just like, this was just what the stylist did to my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it wasn't an apology. It was just like, I, I didn't do it. Like, this is what they told me I had to do. Right, right. So to, agree, to a degree, it's like, okay, he didn't have a choice. Like, yeah, he could have said something. Because I feel like he could have looked it up like, oh, no, this is not a good thing. But we all know how crazy SM Entertainment is. So, you know, whatever. He didn't say anything. But what he didn't do was come flying off the handle and try to, like, place blame elsewhere or call us, you know, like, don't victim blame because da-da-da-da. It's like, no, 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 no. We're trying to help you understand. Since you so desperately want to be part of this culture, let us explain why this is bad. Right, right. Kai didn't do that. Jackson did. I like Jackson objectively, but that really did... um, like make me feel some type of way well that was the one time that it reached my ears i was not a big fan of god seven they had some music i like but it was just like whatever but just like with the uh penthouse season three example that got to my ears and i was like what in the world what are you thinking mm, yeah. like how dare you yeah 
yeah so definitely like when you talk about hair like i think of you know hannah or jenny who have uh, donned braids for certain comebacks and mm -hmm. you know there definitely have been a lot of people that have you know will comment say hey you know this hairstyle you know this is a part of someone's culture but <laughs> a lot of times now i found so with the jenny one uh when she had like the two braids on the side i follow like this uh, it's called like black girls and k-pop on facebook and it is the okay. most hilarious group ever <laughs> and they were just like clowning on it so i find um a lot of times now a lot of black k-pop fans will just kind of just joke about it because it's almost to the point where that's all you can do mm -hmm. it's just kind of be like you know it's it happens so much so it's yeah. like you know we can still obviously um confront them about it but it's like you know we just have to I'm just gonna laugh. Then I think of, um, like you said, the Backstreet Rookie one. Now that one, oh, to yeah. me, that was one that was so severe that you can't even like laugh about it because it's that severe with the flies around his hair, his head. Mm -hmm. They made him a bit, bit more tan because that actor played in another movie that I uh, show that I love, and he's not that tan. So they made him more tan. They had him kind of be like a creepy type guy when he was mm -hmm. making like the type of uh, drawings and he had flies around him and like he didn't mm -hmm. bathe to even know a stereotype means you have access to knowing where the stereotype comes from and the right. implications of it you know it's like well dang if you know that much usually when there's that information right next to it is what where it comes from you know mm -hmm. especially on the internet of today's time in 2021 then you have like zico who has had Ugh. styles and that doesn't yeah. listen when people try to correct him you have someone named queen wasabi she yeah. likes to wear you know braids and aav yes, um you know, I know Jesse has that a part of her aesthetic. I don't know if you remember CL's baddest video. Yes, same thing. Where with the like bandanas. Yeah, and the everybody was you know behind her, like some big you know crew of you know Cripper blood gang I behind know. her. I, I just see G Dragon with his little scrawny knees. Yeah, GD, like, no. What are you I, doing? You know <laughs> what he's. He's such a star icon in my eyes, but when he has those shorts on, I can't because the knees and the legs. Uh, my thing is, they're so talented. They can do exactly what they're doing now without the costume, you know, without having these clothes, without using the AVE, like, and still be adult. Like, we would still rock with them, which is why it's so frustrating, especially, like, see how you went to an international school you know mm -hmm. you're very fluent right in english you probably lived here um like what is going on yeah. yeah now that she's got her own stuff going on knock on wood again i haven't seen her do anything like that it makes me wonder how much it is uh, the boys you know when i say the boys mm -hmm. of course they mean yg right 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 uh, <laughs> the the company and how much is artist input no you're because i notice right. sometimes when like when the artist is doing their solo stuff like when they're free from that company it's very different you yeah. know so yeah that could really be something is. however it's still frustrating 
Yeah, and you know with her new song, she's like really talking about Asian pride. You know, she's talking about mm -hmm. you rocking with the most fly Asians. Like the whole thing is just about how, you know, fly her people and her culture is. And I just thought that was just so beautiful. I'm like, yes, girl. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even though, you know, the music is hip hop from, you know, she has like high fashion in there yeah. and mixing, you know, it's, and again, it's about creating a bridge, not a border or a wall. So I think she definitely created a bridge with that one. Last but not least, I just wanted to dig into Jay Park just a little bit more <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> to kind of um, conclude. <laughs> his DNA, I know that he recently re-released the DNA remix uh, music video. <gasps> Did he? The video? Yes. Now that what got past me. Yeah, it has uh, totally changed 100%. <gasps> um, and oh he's gosh. showing off Korean culture, which is what first Hallelujah. place. Hallelujah! Didn't you just do this in the first place? The song is called DNA, but then yeah. they but they were appropriating Black culture. That's right. not in your DNA, J-Pac. It might be in his DNA. <laughs> wow! So I just gotta say, um, I know that the original uh, music video is not out, but I think you can still find like some screen grabs somewhere floating on the internet. Okay. But, PH1 looks so uncomfortable in that. <laughs> there was a few of them that, and then they would come back and say a little more, and then they like disappear. And it's like, were you guys trying to hide? Because y'all know this was a hot mess. Oh my gosh. I know that PH1 would never like speak out against his company and all that stuff. I know that. Mm -hmm. But it just, I do want to ask him, like, what were you thinking during this time? Like, yeah. oh snap. Like, what, what was it? I cannot believe. Okay, I have to. I have to see the new thing. I'm glad it is about yeah. Korean culture because that's the thing. Korean culture is so beautiful. They have, there's just so much to show. And I mean, instead of the hip hop aesthetic, they could wear the hanbok, they could wear the dopo, the male guangbok is the male version. I mean, there's wow. just so much that they can represent of their own culture that's just so beautiful it's like you don't right. have to appropriate another one one thing i was thinking of when jay when people try to correct jay park he is very defensive right oh my, yeah. and mm -hmm. some things and it just made me think of a few things so when it comes to trying to tell a lot of these specifically like rappers um or male idols you know what you're doing is inappropriate mm -hmm. it a lot of it stems with misogyny because i feel when there are it's mostly majority black women that are on in the comments on the videos saying this is wrong mm -hmm. and they're the ones really trying to correct and let them know that it's offensive so i find that like with that donnie darko when he was caught out the first thing that he did he called uh black women nappy headed like the oh, first he was really? like you nappy headed blah 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 and it was like okay here you go that misogyny it needs to be the gatekeepers of rap and hip-hop to police them let's say if kendrick lamar who's someone he looks up to told him he'd probably listen 
Okay. Like he'd probably be like, oh, okay, well, let me stop. Which it shouldn't even have to take that. It should be anyone of that culture saying, this is offending me. This isn't right. This stems from a dark history. It's not right. He should listen. So even mm -hmm. it happened to get to the extent of a male a peer having to tell him that like we're already then up the ante of issues <laughs> you know I, like honestly yeah i'm surprised that like because you know jay park is signed with rock nation yeah so oh, that's i'm weird. surprised nothing has gone down to uh jay-z or beyonce or whoever else right right you know i really think it's just when they get to that point when people get money they don't mm. particularly care anymore because when you okay. think of like dolce and gabbana now they have doja cat megan the stallion and normani okay. but yet okay. they had all that anti-black sentiment just years ago but it's yeah. like they're like uh oh pr let's get the top black artists we have now so it can say hey actually we're cool with black people ain't actually right. now and i'm sure the checks they wrote for them were very large <laughs> very large so they were like hold up so dolce and gabbana wants me to just go in there and have a little party and let them know dolce and gabbana is you know it's cool all right cool let me sign this check let me get my couple hundred million and go so that's why i feel why jay park hasn't been told anything is because mm -hmm. he's um because of money people are like you know i ain't trying to mess this man's money up or you know he put money in other people's pockets so i ain't it, it's always i just feel at that level instead of telling someone you know this is incorrect don't do that it's all mm -hmm. about money i feel like when it comes to that stuff Hey guys, I wanna thank you so much for tuning in. Unfortunately, due to a technical difficulty, darn technology, our conversation was cut off right here, but I wanna thank young Ajima so much for taking the time to chat with us about this really important topic. So just to finish up, K-pop artists can take off their makeup, hair color, and such, but black people can't take off their hair texture, speech, and facial features. Jay Park trying to do a reverse psychology and gaslighting on his fans with that as his talking point isn't gonna work also the korean government spends millions which would be billions in won on promoting korean culture all around the world america nor black people have ever spent one dime to promote blacker hip-hop culture around the world if anything it's been the opposite hollywood has funded and pushed movies and entertainment that depict black people in stereotypes that have been extremely harmful to those which is the reason why we're even having this discussion today now what steps can be taken to prevent it from happening obviously training staff diversity and inclusion classes for idols more people of color on boards and listening to fans now of course there are a few companies that have implemented these things so we'll look forward to the results from that also from a fashion point of view as a stylist i feel that the korean stylists should be mindful of the clothes that they're putting on the idols it's just part of the ethics of the job as a stylist all clothes accessories anything have originated somewhere as a stylist myself, I do believe it's part of the ethics of the job when styling your client. We have to be mindful of the items that we're dressing them in. Everything originated from somewhere. 
things belong to a culture that's why they exist because a beautiful rich culture created them or the item was created from a, an amazing story from someone so we have to research and be mindful before we use them though i do understand and know that korean stylists are paid little to nothing so they're probably under a lot of stress and a lot of things going on i totally absolutely understand that but knowing where items come from is part of a stylist job so i do think that additional training these companies should have some onboarding for the stylist to prevent these things from happening so when it boils down it's actually the company that should make sure they have the correct onboarding to train the stylist for final thoughts for artists to stand there and say that they're just wearing black culture because it makes them feel good is a lie they've cherry-picked what they wanted discarded what they didn't, and along the way, learned the misogyny that came with it. That doesn't sound natural to me. So they have to step up and take responsibility. And by doing that, you have to build bridges, not borders. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can at me at KFashionPodcast on Twitter. See you guys next time.